Hello and welcome to Another Look, a podcast about anything and everything that we feel deserves another look. Love it, hate it, or somewhere in between, today we are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, and I am your host, Jeremy McKinley. Alrighty, so let's talk about the fastest blue needle mouse this side of the Green Hills Zone, Mr. Sonic the Hedgehog. Created back in 1991, the world-famous rodent was once a rival to the great Nintendo mascot, Mr. Mario himself. Or Mr. Mario, Mario, sorry, first name Mario, last name Mario, all plumber. It's taken almost my entire life for this movie to reach the big screen. I would say it's taken my entire life for this character to reach the big screen, but that would be wrong, as apparently he had cameos in both the Wreck-It Ralph movies, so... Technicality. Uh, a little bit of Jeremy Sonic history. I grew up way back in the heyday of the blue ball of speed, from his first game on the Genesis to Sonic 2, Sonic 3... Sonic and Knuckles, which was actually one of my favorites because it had the ability to attach any previous Sonic game on top of it as like a double-decker cartridge thing, and you could actually play with Knuckles in previous Sonic games, which was pretty awesome. It was also around the time that they had co-op where you could play as Tails, although I believe they brought the co-op in, in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. But yes, I digress. Great gameplay, and uh, some of the most iconic earworm 16-bit music you will ever encounter. Uh, Sonic never really left my field of game geek vision. Uh, when the new games came out, I hopped back onto them for a tiny bit. I really enjoyed the new design and the open-world environment of Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Uh, these days, Sonic sits nestled and comfortable on my roster of mains in my favorite game of all time, Super Smash Brothers. Now let's talk the movie. Is it another corpse on the mountain of failed attempts to bring beloved video game characters to the big screen? Surprisingly, no. Now, this movie doesn't have a lot of good competition. I mean, Mortal Kombat and Detective Pikachu being its only real betters. But... In the hellscape that is video game cinema, beggars can't be choosers. To start things off, they got Sonic 100% right, uh, which was a shocker considering how bad that original design looked. But apparently that design was the only thing really holding this movie back from being a fairly enjoyable ride. The story with him coming to the real world while cliche was done pretty decently, and the relationship he had with James Marsden's character uh, holds this movie together. That and an incredibly welcome performance from Jim Carrey, who reaches back in time to give us the cartoon comic typhoon we all came to know and love from back in the 90s. We're talking Ace Ventura, we're talking Dumb and Dumber, we're talking Liar Liar, we're talking prime classic Carrey. And uh, it totally works. In fact, he is in some ways more animated than the actual cartoon on screen. Now, this is a family film, so the jokes aren't always good. Sometimes they're bad, but they're never bad enough to keep you from really enjoying the ride. They never really stop the movie to a halt. Uh, the pacing of the movie is pretty good. I'd actually say the movie needed to slow down a bit, no pun intended, to build a bit more character work. Because, And if I were to tell you what happened in this movie, which I won't for spoilers' sake, not a lot actually happened. But 
enough happened to where I'm having a good time. Characters go from point A to point B to point C. Uh, there's a bit of a road trip thing involved, a road trip angle, if you will. And they don't really do a lot of road tripping. And, you know, when you do road trips, you hit a lot of stops along the way. And, of course, they do the cliche of hitting the biker bar. And uh, there's a joke about, like, the world's biggest rubber band. But outside of that, it, they don't really do a lot of kind of sightseeing or kind of... I feel like that would be, you know, prime time to have characters bond. And while characters do bond, I feel like they could have at least thrown an extra 10 minutes, maybe 10... Just 10 minutes in there of just of just character work on that road trip probably would have developed this movie more for me and uh, probably given it a, a bit of a higher rating. The action is well composed. Uh, the only real problem with it is that it has absolutely no originality whatsoever. Every set piece was ripped from either X-Men's Quicksilver or Dash from The Incredibles. Uh, during the final chase, it literally was lifted from the 100-mile Dash sequence from The Incredibles. Now, I'm not asking for Sonic the Hedgehog to reinvent the wheel or anything, but I felt they needed to do something with his speed that only he could really do. Uh, the action of this film really needed an identity of its own. Because an action scene, no matter how cool, will fail if all it does is make you think of something you liked better the first time you saw it somewhere else. All in all, this was a rather delightful film. Ben Swartz did a great job uh, voicing the character of Sonic, really capturing his essence, his kind of all-over-the-placeness. James Marsden played off him quite well. Uh, this is like his third time playing off a CG rodent, and this is probably easily his best. Aside, I know this is no crowning achievement, but I would definitely call this the third greatest video game movie of all time. And I'm going to give this movie 7 out of 10. Thank you for joining me for another look. You can find us on Facebook at Another Look, and you can listen to our podcast on Podbean slash Another Look Podcast. Until next time, I'm Jeremy McKinley, and thank you for joining me.